When you're a world-renowned broadcaster like Ron Van Dam, you are always on the lookout for paparazzi. I mean, they have to show up eventually, right? I mean, the guy's been at this for decades. He can't keep hanging out at that Starbucks waiting for someone with a camera to show up. Number one, he doesn't like the coffee. And number two, the baristas all call him that weird guy. And buying crazy designer hats in the hopes that somebody's going to notice? That's getting kind of expensive. Well, hang in there, Ron. You never know. You are listening to The Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show. All right, all right, all right. Hold on tight. Things can get a bit weird. If you like that sort of thing. Welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen. I am Ron Van Dam. Yes, I am. Don't argue with me. Thanks for dropping by. This won't take long. You just sit in a chair and shut up, and I'll take it from here. That sounded a little caustic. And it is. I'm really tired of being nice, because you know I am so nice. I'm tired of being nice. I'm just going to get to the point and stop, like, beating around my bush. I, I might have that phrase a little bit wrong. I'm not sure. All right, that's enough. That's enough theme music. You see, that's enough. <laughs> How are you? Good to be with you. For those of you joining me for the first time, first of all, I apologize. And secondly, this really won't take long. I know you have things to do. And then you can go do them when I'm finished. But until then, just please give me the courtesy of uh, listening, okay? Fine. You know, if you were doing a show, I would listen to you. That's not true. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't waste my time. So there are rules and regulations to listening to the program. First of all, by FCC regulations, I've done this before. I'm going to point out the exits, the fire exits. In case there is an emergency, you will be directed to go to the uh, closest emergency exit in order to uh, protect your safety and safety of myself. Uh, There's an exit door over there. There's one over there. There's one up. No, don't use that one. The stairs are out. And there's one over there. Oh, that's locked. Okay, never mind. Don't use that one. What about the other ones? They're all broken. Okay, never mind. Let's just hope there's no emergency. In the meantime, uh, there are rules and regulations. It's important that you listen to this because without doing that, you cannot sign the papers, and I will not be responsible for anything that happens to you during this program. Ron Van Dam is an experienced talk show host. That's right. Do not attempt to try this at home. Please don't. Some listeners may experience nausea or vomiting while listening to this show. Please consult with your doctor or psychologist before listening to this program. The Ron Van Dam Show is not intended for listeners who have had a history of high blood pressure or acid reflux. That's me. Women who are pregnant should stay at least 20 feet away from the radio speaker and should avoid listening to the show for more than two hours at any one time. Yeah. The Ron Van Dam t-shirts should never be worn in conjunction with the Ron Van Dam pants. God, no. Unless it is after Memorial Day or before Labor Day. But even then. But even then. Oh. 
Please refrain from loud conversation as this may be disruptive to others nearby right. who are trying to listen to this program. That's true. Your enjoyment of the program may vary. Yeah. It may vary greatly. Sure does. Please enjoy the show. Thank you. Now that wasn't too bad, was it? It's very important for you to be comfortable and to be safe. Well, here we are, you and me, that makes two of us, and all the other people, that makes a lot more. And here we are trying to struggle through life, right? Isn't that what we're doing? But it's not a struggle. It should be a joyous celebration, but somehow it's not. <laughs> but it should be, but somehow it's not. What is what up with that? I, I, don't, I don't understand it. This is going to be a very difficult year. I don't want to be a downer. And I'll just say it briefly, and I'm sure I'll say it a lot more times during the year. This is going to be a very difficult year for everybody, politically. No matter what side of the aisle you're on, or what side of the fence, or what, whatever, it's going to be disappointing for everybody. <laughs> it is. You know, if somebody wins, there's going to be a lot of people that, lo- that lose, and they won't be happy. And that's going to cause trouble. I've, I'm familiar with this Donald Trump guy. Are you familiar with him? You ever hear this guy? I'm familiar with him. When he loses, he does not accept loss. He challenges it and then throws roadblocks uh, into the person that supposedly won. And um, this is not good. So uh, come election day in 2024 in November... Um, there's going to be a big problem because win or lose, Trump will not give in. He will not give up. And uh, that's going to be a problem. I guarantee you, one way or the other, we're in for a roller coaster ride like you wouldn't believe, no matter what happens. And there, my friends, is the outlook uh, for the year. So it doesn't like really make me feel too wonderful. Also, I'm I'm sick of all the lies and the rhetoric. I won't say on which side, uh, but I'm sick of it. And I, I'm just and uh, political ads. No matter who it is, it's just like, oh God, stop telling me what to do. Stop telling me what to do. And then there's AI, Apple Incorporate. What is that? Artificial intelligence. Uh, already that's coming into play. Uh, some organization or person did uh, did a uh, political ad uh, with Joe Biden's voice, but it wasn't Joe Biden's voice. It was an artificial intelligence creation of Joe Biden saying something that he never said ever. And it came out that, yes, indeed, it is an artificial intelligence thing, and they're investigating. This happened during the uh, New Hampshire uh, primary crap. Uh, it's, uh, they're investigating. This is the tip of that, that damn iceberg that we talk about that sunk the Titanic. It's the tip of the iceberg with artificial intelligence. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we are down a path of total destruction with this artificial intelligence stuff. Maybe Alexa works, but that's about as far as it's going to go. And even then, as a matter of fact, I'm a little mad at her. And I have her throughout my home uh, in various speaker forms, in various device forms. And I was getting dressed yesterday, and all of a sudden, my Alexa speaker came on, and she said, 
You're not going to go out dressed like that, are you? Who the hell is she? How dare she say that to me? All right, maybe that's not artificial intelligence. Maybe that's just pure intelligence that she has and I totally lack. The robocalls, all those things. I don't know what's real and what isn't real anymore. You talk about fake news, that's nothing. We're talking about fake everything. And there's no way to tell the difference the more sophisticated it gets. I've done a lot of interviews with companies that are uh, embracing artificial intelligence. And I try to be nice. I, I try not to, to malign them. But, man, they're taking us down a path. Uh, there were books written about this back in the 1980s, back in the 1970s, where artificial intelligence and, and computers will take over the human factor to the point where uh, you, you don't need the humans anymore. The computers do it better than the humans. And the computers now start to make their own decisions and start mimicking things that aren't real. Okay. Here we are. Raise your hand if you're stuck in the quicksand. Look at all the hands go up. So, uh, 2024, my ass. Uh, enjoy. And uh, interesting, uh, like quicksand, uh, as we get closer to Election Day in November, we'll be sinking a little deeper in the crap to the point where it's going to be hard to get out if you can at all. You can grab for tree limbs to get you out of the quicksand, but those limbs are going to break as you're reaching for them. It could be a problem. Now, I'm not claiming doom, but I am telling you, it's not going to be an easy road trip. It just isn't. Again, no matter what side you're on, there's going to be problems. You think January 6th was bad, <laughs> it was a rehearsal for even worse stuff. Because I guarantee you, no matter what happens on election day, no matter who's elected, somebody isn't going to like it unless they win. But if they don't, then it's uh, <laughs> not going to take no for an answer because the person doesn't ever take no for an answer. And there's your future forecast for the perfect storm. Now, on a lighter note, and I don't know what that could be, I really don't. I, I don't know. It, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm watching the, the most uh, pathetic television show on the air, and that is uh, live with, uh, uh, not Kathy Lee, with uh, Kelly and her husband, Mark. It's a husband and wife team. They sit behind a little desk and some chairs, and for the first 10 minutes, they monologue. And it's the first talk show of the morning, basically. Uh, and they never mention any news at all. The only news that they will discuss or mention are a cat is stuck in a tree, and uh, the cat got out of the tree, and that's fine. And um, the Kardashian sisters are uh, talking about, um, uh, they had a little argument on the Kardashian show last night. Whose ass cheeks are better and whose are bigger? Uh, this is what they talk about. 
And as in reality, things are falling apart around us, or at least becoming very difficult to deal with, they are sitting there discussing mindless crap. And even if everything was wonderful and there wasn't anything wrong around the world, it would still be mindless crap, just as mindless and just as crappy. And when I watch the show, I feel like hitting the, the, the television screen and going, will you two people wake up, please, and stop being so, ugh, so pointless. I also don't enjoy a husband and wife team sitting there discussing frivolous, stupid things about their personal lives on a very light uh, note, uh, making believe they never argue or say to each other, I wish you would die. It's, it's just, it is so phony. And guess what? Uh, the show is owned by Disney. Oh, okay. That explains the fantasy part. Uh, don't get me wrong. I watch comedy shows all day. I go to comedy shows, stand-up comedy, sit down. I don't know. I guess stand-up comedy is healthier than sit-down comedy. Uh, I watch situation comedies. I like a good laugh. I, I like to drink some wine and not know where I am with friends. Um, I mean, with acquaintances. I mean, I, I, I do. I have a good time. Um, but that's because it is in the framework of that, and that's okay, and it's actually important to have a good time. Otherwise, we would probably be, like, really depressed. But when Kelly and her husband, Mark, do their little live TV show, I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, that's just like, that's like, uh, that's, that's just disgusting. Big slap in the face to them. Big slap in the face. All right. Uh, I do have a, a very serious subject coming up a little bit later in the program. As you know, um, it seems like yesterday, but it was now quite some time ago, that Roe v. Wade uh, was overturned by the Supreme Court because uh, it was challenged. That ruling that went on for decades and decades and decades was challenged and because they were Trump-appointed judges who are there for life, <clears throat> they said, okay, okay, well, I'll return it. And, um, you know, uh, you can look at it two ways. One is, you know, you're into abortion, you're not. I mean, you know, even if you're not, can we, like, discuss this? Like, if a woman's life is in peril or she was raped or something, or incest or something horrible happened, I mean, even there, you got to allow for that. Nope, 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 we don't allow for anything because we're stick assholes. I mean, even then there was no discussion. And, and thank God it's up to the states where, uh, you know, some states say, hey, <laughs> Let's stop this. Uh, let's stop being so stupid. But it's a struggle. And uh, when you need to travel to another state to get an abortion because your life or is in peril, probably, or, or whatever, or close to that, um, some of these women are not uh, in any kind of shape to actually even go out to the supermarket. Arrest uh, the doctors that, that help you out. Arrest the uh, the the Uber drivers that, that drive you to the clinic. I mean, seriously, what kind of place is this? 
compassion like went out the window. Common sense followed it. It's that, but it's more than that. It's taking away the freedoms of people over their bodies and their beings. And that's a problem. It's it's something to be discussed. It's as much as a problem as uh, the border uh, thing, you know, with the uh, immigration. I mean, you can't let everybody into the building at the same time. So, I mean, that's a problem too. But we don't have the ability to sit down and discuss this. This is the problem. This is the problem with the United States of America. We don't have the ability anymore to sit down and discuss it between your Congress people, which you elect to that Congress thing, um, rather than trying to destroy both political parties as their main goal, they should be sitting down and trying to make the American people feel like we're really working on this to negotiate and come to a happy medium. So, like, not everybody's happy, but, like, they're happier. They don't get it. They t- we, we lost the target, which is to get along and to come up with some resolve that is okay. It's like, you know, uh, teachers and uh, teacher unions and schools. I mean, eventually they work it out. We don't have the ability to do that in Congress or in any facet of our federal government anymore. And that's sad because it used to be like that. Now it's not. Now it's, I'm not doing anything. Well, I'm not doing anything either. No, you're not going to win. All right, then you're not going to (sighs) win. Who loses? Me, you, that's who does. Very disappointing, very discouraging. I can stand up and say I love this country, but what it's doing right now, I'm not thrilled. Um, It may be love, but it certainly ain't any kind of like. Um, It's turned into more embarrassment than anything. I know it's up to us to vote the proper people uh, in, but apparently um, a lot of this country got stupid all of a sudden, and I don't know where that came from unless they always were, but they just didn't. They were too stupid to care. I don't even know. I have no idea. But that's a problem. It's a big problem. Resolving things doesn't happen anymore. Things just get worse, and people are just out for fame and power. Yeah, follow the money, you know that thing? It's true, it's true. No one is above the law. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That's a joke, right? Is that a joke? Is that, is that a joke? Anyway, so we'll be talking about uh, the abortion issue uh, coming up a little bit uh, later in the show, actually not too far from now. And that's, uh, that's it for today, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, there are other things to discuss, but I can't put everything into one show to the point where I have people saying, Ron, I'm not listening to this anymore. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you just have to do things that you don't want to do, and then you move on. We're going to take a short commercial break. When we come back, my guests will be joining us, and we're talking about uh, abortion rights and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that's important. But first, there's this. That thing you've been looking for is on sale this week at Whatchamacallit's, your one-stop shop for that stuff you need. Get that round thing for the sink, two for just $6.99. Hoosamajigs that go on the door, just $3.99 each. The stuff that gets stains out of stuff that comes in that big blue bottle, 
You'll find it for $5.99 at Whatchamacallit's. The doodad that goes in your car, like the one Gary has for his Jeep. You know the thing, it's like squarish and purple. It's on sale this week for just $49.99. And the thing that, you know, you use to get the, the stuff down from like the shelf or the closet, the grabby thing. Two for $10.99. This week only at Whatchamacallit's, your one-stop shop. For that stuff you need, we're located over by that pizza place near the cinema that you like. Whatchamacallit's. Now, Basie Flint is here, Vice President of Strategies, all above all. Thanks for being with us today. How are you? Pretty good. Cold, but good. Cold, but good. Me too. Hey, me too. That makes two of us. Okay. We're talking about uh, one of the biggest conversations we've had in a long time because of the overturn of Roe v. Wade, and uh, this is affecting everything, not only people's lives, uh, elections, uh, how we uh, look at our freedoms, etc. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, how, how has the landscape of abortion uh, changed uh, since the Supreme Court uh, overturning? Yeah, to be really candid, it's been devastating. Yeah. Every day we know that people across this country are being denied abortion care and they, that they need and deserve. And since the Dobbs decision, we've seen over 20 states that have abortion bans or restriction with a concentration of them in the South where we know lots of black and brown people live. Mm-hmm. I cannot understate how the Dobbs decision has hampered the ability for people to have the freedom over how and whether and when to have families. Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing, um, and it's it's kind of split the country as well, um, and that's an interesting uh, political aspect. But you know, politics is one thing, and and affecting people's lives and their bodies that's something else, isn't it? Yeah, but there was no polling that came out today that said three in five Americans actually want to see abortion access or legislation around abortion sure. at the federal. So it's actually not splitting Americans that much. It's really splitting the politicians. But Americans are pretty united in wanting to see abortion access. Yeah, um, and I guess it's difficult. <laughs> and then if we talk about, I mean, as far as the, the, the law is concerned or the overturning, uh, we talk about uh, the definition of, of life, all that kind of stuff. And I, I, just, I don't understand personally how you can change something just all of a sudden that's been working for so long and people were, were living with. I don't understand overturning things after such a period of time. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And most of Americans are too. We, If you look at where folks are and you've seen over an election, we've seen in Michigan and Ohio and California and Kansas that people keep voting for abortion access. And so it boggles my mind where, uh, where the courts are and know that they are not in line with the folks that are everyday Americans. Yeah. Well, one would think that the courts are somehow, um, prompted to do this uh and that's unfortunate but there there are ways around it and if three out of five americans feel this way um maybe we need some type of organization to overturn the overturning 
Yes, we need lots of organization, which is what All Above All is doing. Um, and so we would love for folks to check us out on allaboveall.org. Come look at us on our Instagram or X um, for you to know how and learn about how we can uh, fight the good fight and make sure that we are making sure that folks have abortion access that's affordable, that's accessible, and that is safe. And so that, that's what we can do as, as, uh, as the people who are affected by this. Um, the problem is that Congress right now is so planted in cement uh, that it's hard to change the laws in that sense. But can we do this state by state, or do we have to do this on a federal level? I think there's policies that we can do both at the state and national level, but we always got to remember that the power of the people, right? We are the folks that are the ones that put folks in Congress as well as vote for elected officials, right? We live in a democracy. And so we have to push our elected officials to represent our needs and wants as a community. And if they're not, we got to vote them out. And so the idea that our Congress is not going to be able to move on something that the most of our communities, the majority of our communities want, is a problem. And that's why we need to show up to the polls, as well as we need to call on our folks in Congress to, to support legislation like the Abortion Justice Act, and also push them to tell us what their platform is and their policies are on abortion access. Yeah, this this is a very uh, important year, quite obviously. And uh, for those of us that are involved in this, we knew that 2024 was going to be a pivotal uh, year, and, and it will be. And as you're saying, this is the year to actually voice your opinion and make the changes that you want to make if that is indeed the case. Um, and I... I uh, <laughs> It's, I mean, there's no other way around it. I mean, states can change it, as you say, but in order to voice the three out of five, tell everybody it's three out of five. I mean, be that. Be that three if that's the case, right? Yeah. This is going to be a pivotal year for abortion access, yeah. and voters are paying close attention. It's not only uh, that. It is that, but it's not only that. It's uh, the freedoms yeah. of, of, of people in many, many regards, and uh, this was said when the overturning began that this is just the tip of the iceberg, and it can be. So you got to make sure that the iceberg isn't going to cause any more problems and, and put some ice back on. That's the worst analogy I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the tip of the iceberg. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say we always got to remember that we have the power to make change in our country. And when folks uh, make, when it seems dim, when it seems like there's no hope, we got to remember that we're the ones that can call for change. That's, that is the American value. We have made radical changes in, the, in our history, and we can't ever forget that. And we can make change in making sure that we're pushing our legislators to push forward and be bold on abortion access. We have that power. Absolutely. Okay. Now, one more time. How do we uh, contact? Yeah. So you can get on X. It's a little crazy saying X. It's <laughs> formerly known as Twitter. I know. Um, our Instagram. Um, and you just look up All Above All. Um, if not, you can do the old-fashioned website at allaboveall.org. Right. Or basically, they, they even changed the name of Twitter. Oh, my God. This is getting crazy. I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> when I see I X. I 
I know, really. Okay. Uh, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. One more time, uh, how to do this, how to, how to contact, how to get involved, and the name of the organization again so we can Google that. Yeah, so you can get in contact with All Above All or All Above All Action Fund, and you can find us on any social media platform, but mostly Instagram and Twitter or X at All Above All and online at allaboveall.org. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I say, as you probably do, for once in your life, make make your your feelings known and and change things for your betterment uh, and the betterment of society. Thank you so much for your time yeah. today. Thank you. Well, that'll do it for me today. Yeah, we all have opinions and we get passionate about things. I'm just looking for some common sense, kids. That's all I'm looking for. I'm not looking for to resolve uh, whether you think things are right or think things are wrong. I'm looking for common sense and for people to talk them out. Okay? 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 I'll be back tomorrow with a brand new show, but until that time arrives, I wish you peace. Peace.